with three little words. What are you talking about? We, what are you talking about? The people. we the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell all us. All right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to We the People podcast. It's your boy Diggs. What's up, everybody? RJ here. Hope you're having a great day. Um, if you guys watched last episode, we hope you guys enjoyed our guest. We had Alex Enton on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was a great conversation. Yeah, I want to have him again. I like him. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely like that he's definitely... Uh, he's not on the mainstream media type stuff. Right. Like, he actually looks into things. Right, yeah. So that made me happy. But, um, yeah, definitely. We were excited to have him on, and we definitely went on him again. Mm-hmm. So... But man, who! What a freaking guys! Again, there's so much going yeah. on right now. Like it's, it's mind numbing, honestly. It really is. It's breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking yeah. news. It's like, <laughs> what is it this time? Yeah, seriously. At this point, it's not even shocking anymore. It's just like you're just tired. Yeah, you're just like again, I am. right? Really? Even though I kind of expected at this point, it's just right. like. It doesn't make it feel any better. No. You know what I mean? Nope. Like doesn't get any easier. And just for starters, we, guys, this is just to start the episode, okay? Um, the state of our administration is, well, I can't say it. The state of our president mm-hmm. is pretty yeah. worrisome, guys. Um, we have our president... Asking for dead people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, this is not a movie. This is not a, uh, what's that one movie called? The Sixth Sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see dead people. Yeah, right, Like, right. no, this isn't a Hollywood movie where we I see mean, dead people. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, he's shaking hands of imaginary people. I mean, he might be seeing fucking dead people at this point. <laughs> he's got one foot in. So, if you guys haven't seen it by now, I mean, it's been all over. So, but just... You know, because we yeah. talk about what's happening. We're going to play the clip for you guys of Joe Biden here asking for Congresswoman Jackie Malorsky. Is that her name? Asking if she was there. Yeah. Now, the problem is, guys, she's been dead for like a month, a month and a half. Yeah. And it was pretty publicized because... She died in a car wreck that wasn't expected. So it was a sudden yeah, yeah, death. Right, it wasn't right, right. expected. Like it's not like she was had terminal illness or some, mm-hmm. illness or anything like that. So for Joe Biden to go on to a stage and ask for her out loud mm-hmm. as if he thought she was there, guys, that's concerning. Yeah, yeah. And you're gonna see the press secretary of his administration trying to cover up what he said and guys just notice how they use word language to circumvent the obvious that he's mentally not there right you know there's their shortcomings and mm. they know it we know it he probably knows it too yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're all fake in the funk so we're gonna play that clip here for you guys now And I want to thank all of you here, for, including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, 
Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? <laughs> she also going to be here. President appeared to look around the room uh, for an audience member, a member of Congress who passed away last month. He seemed to indicate she might be in the room. What, so, what happened? So the president was, uh, as you all know, you guys were watching uh, today's event. Look, a very she even sighed. Event like... on uh, food insecurity. The president was naming uh, the congressional champions on this issue and was acknowledging her incredible work. He had uh, he had already uh, planned to welcome the Congresswoman's family uh, to the White House on Friday. There will be a, a bill signing in her honor this coming Friday. Uh, so, of course, she was on his mind. She was of top of mind uh, for the president. He uh, looks very much looks forward to discussing her remarkable legacy of public service with them when he sees her family this yes, coming Friday. Bro. He said, Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? She must not be here. No, I totally understand. I just, I just explained that she was on was top so of clutch mind. That reporter was so clutch right there. Uh, um, you know, this wasn't what we were able to witness today and what the president was able to lift up uh, in this uh, at this conference at this event uh, was how her uh, her focus on um, wanting to. Yeah, so he, he just they, she just completely just ignored that their actual question like like. Like he she was actually on top asked, of mine. right, right, like, like, you know, but he he asked, like, where was she? Like, where was she? Where was she in the room? Yeah, like, it's not like he was just saying her name, like, oh, Jackie, you know, she's a great yeah, person, or exactly. Or, it was like, Jackie, where, where's Jackie? Is she, <laughs> ja like, where? <laughs> Jackie, stand up, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and it's so crazy because out of all the people he named, he asked where she's at, yeah. the one that's dead. <laughs> And then you see uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg uh, talk about it. Oh, she only died a month ago. It's not like it was a year ago or something. It's more like, of a reason he should have known. Exactly. <laughs> it should be fresh in his head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my God, dude. I just can't deal with these people. I know. <laughs> I know. It's insane. But yes, guys, this, <laughs> this is our president calling for dead mm. people, spending money hand over fit like i honestly didn't even know the money printers went that fast you know like i mean granted that's a you know hyperbolic metaphor because they actually don't even print the money anymore they just push a button on yeah, the yeah. keyboard yeah but you know that's worse but but you know besides the point mm. <sighs> all right yeah <laughs> that's insane you know, and it's really like, like, like she's horrible. Like his press secretaries have just been so bad. But that is such a hard job for him to be his press secretary. Uh, like, oh my god, dude! I don't even know if Jesus could do that job. Oh no, man, no. He'd have to bring Jackie back. Like Jackie is here. See? Jackie's here. Jackie's right here. <laughs> <laughs> that was so unintentional, but funny as hell. <laughs> oh, all right, guys. <laughs> so, just to, you know, since we're on the topic of how utterly stupid this uh, Democratic Party is, we had Nancy Pelosi at the Global Festival or something like that in New York City. Oh, yeah. Guys, mind you, this is in the heart of New York City. Yeah. Very liberal, very left-leaning. Mm -hmm. 
Nancy Pelosi decided that while they were taking a break, she was going to go on the stage and give a speech. And what was that about? Global cl- or climate change, yeah. the 2030 agenda, and yep. we all have to do our part to get to the 2030 agenda of having EV. Like every pretty much, it was like the World Economic Forum agenda, just for all of you to see an open display. The crowd was not happy. Mm-mm. You had people booing. Pelosi yeah. the entire time and she had to cut her speech like short because she got tired of getting booed so we're gonna play a clip here for you guys just yeah. a quick brief um preview of what happened at that event so uh let's see it was the global citizen festival so yeah, as you can see it was, yeah the festival is already based around a global initiative Mm-hmm. So that's you can see why she was there to push that agenda, right? So those is, people would be the fans of her, right? But you would think, right? Yeah, you would think. Well, I'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I couldn't talk. About Ooh, she's getting heckled, booed. Guys, this is in the middle of New York City. Yeah, man, Central Park, like legit. This isn't a red state that they decided to have a festival in yeah. and they're all Trump supporters. Right. This is, that's, I don't know if it gets any more liberal. Maybe California. I think California is definitely a level up from New York. Yeah. But well, they're like gold and silver and they yeah. rotate. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> they're booing Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, that's wild. And she's I mean, talking about this global initiative. People are waking up, dude, and they're, yeah. they're not having it. That's exactly what that means. Exactly they are not having it. You're like, F y'all on your freaking elitist agenda. Yep. Like, who gave you guys the keys to the earth? Right. Freaking. Yeah, you guys might be in a position of power, but that doesn't but mean they're that. So, they're so out of touch, dude. Yep. They are so out of touch. Yep. I agree wholeheartedly. So, We'll see, guys. I think this election coming up is going to be interesting. Oh, I'm like, I, I'm excited, but I'm nervous at the I same know. time, man. Well, because, because I just it's... don't fucking know. I don't know how much there's going to be cheating going on. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Well, my thing, the reason I have anxiety, I'm not scared, but I do have a lot of anxiety over it, is because it's literally going to determine which direction our country goes. In. Yes. Like, it's this is an actual for the first time in my life i feel like it's a pivotal election yeah like it's actually going to be a dramatic difference and we're actually going to see it yeah you know like we're growing up i felt like you didn't really see much yeah kind of blended but now like everybody's seeing it yeah but everything's more exacerbated yeah as we were growing up it kind of all blended together right right they you know slapped the band-aid and everything kept moving it doesn't feel like that now. Mm-mm. Right now, it feels like we're literally at a fork in a road. We can't yeah. put a bridge anymore. So it's oh, it's getting interesting. That's for sure. All right. So, and guys, don't worry. There's more clips coming of Joe Biden being Joe mm-hmm. Biden. <laughs> Just give me a few minutes because I want to cover this because I found this extremely interesting and troublesome at the same time um we have a sitting military member active duty 
military member. He's the the first openly transgender uh, military mm-hmm. member of the yep. army. Well, they were just charged with trying to sell classified information to Russia. Yeah. Now, the reason that's, that is concerning, one, it's Russia. Yeah. So, there you can't, Russia is about Russia. I don't care, like, they can, it can look like they might do things to try to help certain people out, but at the end, it's because they're benefiting somehow. So, don't, I don't want anyone to ever take Russia looking like a good guy in certain things as they're good people. Oh, they're no. just it's a business transaction. Oh yeah. Them. And so that's the first thing is that they were trying to sell it to Russia who are like mercenaries. They don't care. Mm. It, whatever you give them, they can use it to their benefit. They're going to. So that is my first problem is that you're selling it to people that have no morals. Or like they're willing to play dirty. Mm-hmm. That's the best way I can put it. Yeah. And then two, you already have mental health issues. You're a transgender yeah. member of the military. Yep. I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody tells me, but if you're a transgender, you have mental issues. Yeah, it's mental illness. Whether I can't determine what that is because every person is different and faces mm. different things in their lives. A lot of it's based on trauma. Usually, mm. yes. That is probably the most likely scenario. Yeah, but but I can't determine why... Uh, let me see. Jamie Lee Henry decided to try to sell classified information to Russia. Now, thank God that he was caught almost immediately trying to do this. So they were able to set up a sting Mm -hmm. and he sold the stuff to an undercover agent, not an actual Russian spy. So that's the good part. But guys, we're talking about a sitting member of the army. Yeah. And see who's trying to undermine our military. It's just like the epitome of that group of people too, right? Like it would be a trans trying to sell fucking secrets to Russia. You yeah. know what I mean? It would be yeah. because they fucking hate America. Like the I whole know. group is like that. Like the army already appeased to your right. your mental illness to yeah. allow you to main, to remain a member of the military. Yep. And in return, yeah. you want to sell the secrets to Russia? Yeah. Oh, you're welcome, you ungrateful prick. Mm. Like For real. Jeez. Yep. So I just I wanted to mention that because I felt like it was important that you guys know that like stuff like this happens. This mm. is real. Like this espionage is a real thing. Mm. This is not. It's not a, like a just a Hollywood storyline, right? You know what I mean. So, but um, with that being said, speaking of um, selling to other countries and stuff like that. Ah, man. This one's a big one, guys. This is a really big one. Which one's this? This is the United Nations pretty much admitting that they own Google and the World Economic Forum and that they use them 
as a different disinformation panel. Right. So pretty much what they were saying is that the World Economic Forum and Google Mm. created a partnership to see what's being said about climate change. Mm. And what they found was when they went and did a search, they found that a lot of the stuff that popped up actually proved their stuff wrong. And they found that to be an issue. Really? I heard something about this, but I didn't know the depth of it. Yeah, and she even goes on to say that they own the science. So they should be the ones that determine what's real right. and what's not yeah, real. Yeah, see, that's crazy, man. How, my, well, my question like, who is... Who owns the science? What do you mean you own the science? Like, that, who the fuck are you? Not even that. How how do you own science? Anyone can create a hypothesis, perform yeah. tests. Right, trial and error. Yeah. Anybody could do that. So how do you own right. science? Like, right. Is that... I didn't even know that was sense. a thing. Right. I thought it was like a free open market. If you had right. money to do studies and tests and research, you right. did it. That's right. science. Yeah. Right, exactly. I didn't know that there was like... It's like I own biology or I own yeah. math. <laughs> yeah. like, how do you own those things? You know what I mean? It's like, no. It's So, uh, guys, this just shows you the mentality of the United Nations, of mm-hmm. Google, and the World Economic Forum. Yeah, Google's bad. They think they own us. Mm. This is a clear... We, <laughs> Alright, you guys are about to watch a clip yourselves. I don't know if Diggs has seen this yet. I haven't seen it. But no. we're going to play the clip now for you guys. With Google, for example, if you Google climate change, you will, at the top of your search, you will get all kinds of UN resources. We started this partnership when we were shocked to see that when we Googled climate change, we were getting incredibly distorted uh, information right at the top. So we, we're becoming much more proactive. Um, you know, we own the science and we think that the world, you know, should know it. And, and the platforms themselves also do. Um, but again, it's, it's, it is, um, it's, it's a huge, huge challenge that I think all sectors of society need to be very active in. That's insane. That is really Isn't crazy it? for somebody to say. That's a member of the United Nations saying that. She's a representative of the United Nations. <sighs> That's wild. Yeah. We own the science, so we feel like we have the right to tell you what it is. Mm. Guys. There's no actual proof of the things they say anyway. It's all bullshit. If you look at no, real like, a lot facts of and data, it's pro- like just, they're proven wrong already. That's what I'm saying. It's actually like, proven inaccurate. Right. Like, but it's unbelievable, man. God, yeah, like, mm. I, it, does that video blew my mind? I'm not going to lie to you. Because that video is still pertaining to Google and the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, Mr. Great Reset, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, forming a partnership Mm. to make sure that actual science doesn't contradict their science. Right. Mm. Think about that for two seconds. We're going to give you guys two seconds to absorb what I just told you. Unbelievable. (sighs) We're we're coming on some scary times, guys. Um, I guess the silver lining I can give you guys in all this, and if you watched the last episode, I discussed crypto and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
crypto will eventually solve these problems. This conglomerate of collecting data and data mining you and mm. pretty much knowing everything about you is what they're trying to do. This is going to stop. Blockchain will be able to stop all that. You know, we're going to have decentralized information, democratization mm. of information. So and and that's right now that's that's their biggest battle. Right now they're having a hard time fighting the um alternate nar- narratives that are exposing yeah. their plans. Mm-hmm. People like us, people like mm-hmm. the Bonginos and the Ben yeah. Shapiro's and the uh Charlie Kirks and it just yep. goes on. There's it's, a lot more ways to get out there now, especially because of Rumble and shit like that. And yep. Daily Wire is getting the word out there and they're yep, doing Daily their own Wire's thing. Great. And, Everybody's got, I mean, Rumble's getting their own cloud service and and it's, you know, it's like, like now what? Anybody can go on Rumble now and find out this information if they really want to. You just need more people to want to find this information. There's a ton of people that already know that are waking up, which is great, which already means that they can't do what they want to do because there's millions of people that are onto their shit now. Yeah. But we need more people to want to look for the information because YouTube is never going to have this shit on it. Nope. It's still YouTube is is getting more aggressive with taking shit down. Yep. And to be honest, lately, bro, True Social has been so clutch, bro. I'm fucking oh, really? so much. I haven't been stuff. on it in a little bit. Bro. Really? I yo, True Social's been on point lately. So what do you think? I still like Getter a lot. I love Getter. It's getting better. There's a constant yeah, get, upgrades. No, Getter's a good I one. love Getter. But yeah. I yeah, I gotta get I wanna check out Truth again. But um so what do you think with with this Elon shit? He's getting Twitter back. Do you, I mean I know he'll agree to have Trump back on. Do you think Trump will go back on though? I don't know if he will. I think he's gonna stay on social. Um, I don't know. That's tough. Yeah, Elon will let no, him come back. I, th- I think you're right. I think Elon will unlock his account. I think he will. But. I think Trump will remain on True Social because he's in, he's personally invested into Truth. Right. Whereas Twitter was just a uh, fun little toy right. for him. So, and he doesn't have any, I don't think he has any money vested into Twitter. I don't think so. Like in the stocks or anything. Yeah, I so, I don't see um, where the benefit for him would be. Right. Especially if it comes out that Twitter is practically just bots i mean what point would there be right you know right at this point everybody knows they can find him on truth mm. so if anybody really wanted to hear or know what trump is saying at this very moment you just have to go to true social you'll find his account he posts like all the time yeah plus i see people posting this stuff on instagram and getter and stuff anyway screenshotting it and sharing it yep yeah, I do that all the time. I'll yeah. screenshot his truth yeah. and put it on Facebook. They hate that shit. Yeah. Oh, I can only yeah, imagine. I hate bro. that shit. They can, I can only imagine mm-hmm. how much they hate me for doing that. Mm-hmm. But um, or people like us that put it up on me, social medias that they don't want it on. Mm-hmm. <sighs> all right, so let's let's lighten the mood a little bit here because Joe Biden is up to his you know his shenanigans. You know, we should call it like the Joe Biden shenanigans segments. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, as you guys know, Hurricane Ian has been decimating uh, practically Florida and Central America, you know, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, think places like that. Mm. So, Biden just approved funding for Puerto Rico, and he decided 
that he was going to fly to Puerto Rico himself to see the devastation. You know, typical president right, stuff, yeah. you know. And while he was there, he said some interesting stuff. He said he was sort of raised politically by the oh, Puerto Rican right. community. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna play the clip for you guys. See for yourselves. And so I, uh, I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home politically, and so we and we came here for a long time, uh, both for business and pleasure since. You're part Just of the like, Third Circuit Court. Could you God. Damn. Yo, I wonder man. if that's where he met Corn Pop. Yeah, man. that's what I'm saying. Like, Corn Pop wasn't there. That's not where Corn Pop was at. He even said the pool was like, you know, a bunch of black kids and stuff, right? I mean, oh, man. Oh, man. Guys. Biden is wild, man. <laughs> All right, for for the people that don't know, no, Joe Biden was not raised no. politically by the Puerto Rican community. No. Oh, nope. he he never claimed that <laughs> until now. He he claimed to be from Scranton first, yeah. but the dude hasn't been there, like lived there in over fifty years. So mm. it's like, <laughs> oh my uh, god, lunch bucket Joe, man. I'll tell you what. You're the most garbage president in U.S. history, but boy, are you a, a walking a comedy show. Really, though. <laughs> I mean, but it, it's so scary that he's the actual president. It's not just something you can laugh at on TV. Like, it's like, this man is running the country. Well, you know. Yeah. Well, as a Puerto Rican, I wish that dude just never went. Like, uh, yeah. Dude, I wish you just never went to PR. I, like, yeah, I get it. The Hispanics historically are known to be Democrat, mm. but that demographic is Ooh. changing rapidly. Oh, yeah. And sure. I'm so happy. Yeah. So happy. Like, it makes yep. me feel like what I do is not a waste of time. Because, like, I feel, I don't know, maybe it's just in my head, but I feel like. Being Hispanic and put a hundred percent Puerto Rican, uh, Puerto Rican, the left can't use race against me. Right, right. So, and then when they see me talking about this stuff, they're like, and then they 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 get racist towards me. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, like I said on prior episodes during election stuff, I had people, your last name's Diaz. What what do you mean Trump's a good guy? Or what do you mean you like Trump? Right. Your last name's Diaz. Like what? Yeah, white people that? white people are allowed to get racist as long as they're on the left and you're on the right. Yeah. They can, white people yep. are allowed to be racist. It's okay. Yep. Like but, calling black people Uncle Tom's or the white face oh, I know. or black face of white supremacy and it's Dude, like you're you know, white people saying these things. What what happened? Where's all the outrage at? I thought I thought white people couldn't do that. Not even that, dude. I used to get so mad watching black people calling other black people that yeah. were conservatives and educated, yeah. calling them Making Uncle sense. Tom's. Yeah, like, Uncle Tom's. I'm like, yo, y'all are racist as hell. Like, y'all cry racism, but when it comes to your own people, you yeah. don't, you're willing yep. to be a blatant racist. It, so Tim Scott, he's called Uncle Tom. 
Larry Elder, he was called Uncle Tom. I mean, Dave Chappelle was called by NPR the black face of white supremacy. Wow. Because he made trans jokes. Wow. What? That's ridiculous. That's insane, <laughs> bro. Oh, man. That's the left, though. So. All right, mm. guys. So we thought it was funny. I just wanted to lighten the mood a little bit because we're about to get into more so heavy stuff. Like we said, it's been a very crazy week. Um, more FBI corruption. You know, I know you guys are like shocker because at this point, it's just like every week there's new stuff well, yeah, that, coming out. That, that, that's why I'm about to ask you, which one is this? <laughs> <laughs> Which story is this? All right, so we have a couple things. The first one I want to mention is the FBI, the head of the FBI, or the heads of the FBI, as the whistleblowers continue to come out. Yeah. Instead of suspending or uh, firing these people, what they're doing is, and the reason we know this is because we've had an FBI whistleblower go to Jim Jordan and tell him that this has happened. And is happening. What they're doing is they are removing the um, the security clearances of these FBI agents, practically cutting them off from access to any information within mm. the agency. So they're not fired, but they're right. useless. Mm -hmm. So because they can't see anything, they can't yeah. do anything. And it prevents, I guess, them from releasing more corruption by having access to the stuff. Mm. They, they're they hoping by cutting off the access, like, it'll stop the bleeding. That's my assumption that the reason the FBI has decided to do this, because they're trying to control the bleeding now. So that's first things first. Mm. Then we actually have them going to the point where they suspended an agent now. So we, yeah, this is how desperate they're getting. And this is because we had a FBI agent, Stephen friend come out and say that the FBI was, um, using the SWAT teams to do illegal raids for January six people. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So. They they suspended him and walked him out the building. Yeah, see, that's for that. wild, man. Yeah, and you heard nothing about it in the media. There's got to be something that can be done about that. There's no way that they can do that. If he's just speaking the truth, it's not like he's... Yep. I mean... He, he filed an affidavit with the FBI, and that's when they suspended him. Mm. So you have an FBI agent trying to come forward saying, hey... Our SWAT teams are being used for political purposes, and I want to come out and and whistleblow on it. And they're like, suspended. We're going to investigate you now. It's like, whoa. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. They should be investigating the people at the top for that point. I mean, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> and then, but wait, there's more. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes guys this is a bad infomercial okay wow man <laughs> mm -mm -mm. we then we have tony bubblinski come out this week 
Now, I don't know if you guys remember that the FBI agent, Timothy Thibault, buried mm. the Hunter Biden laptop. Yeah. And he was the lead FBI agent that was supposed to interview or was the one that interviewed Tony Bobolinsky, who had all the hard evidence, not hearsay, not um, eyewitness. He had hard physical evidence. Yeah, he had like recordings and text messages. Everything. And, and he had everything. Of Joe yeah, yeah. Biden being complicit in the China deals and the backroom deals while he was VP, while Hunter was doing all these deals. Mm. Had it all. Timothy Thibault was in charge of interviewing Tony Bobolinsky and getting all the information. Well, we saw where that went. You didn't hear anything. Right. Timothy Thibault buried it. And the reason we know that is because after the initial interview of, of Tony Bobolinsky by the FBI, only after he came out on Tucker Carlson. Yeah. That is the yeah, only remember, reason yeah. they were forced to interview right. him. Otherwise, they probably would have never done it. Mm. After that, they never followed up with him again. Mm. The dude handed a treasure trove of, of evidence. Yeah. 100%. Like, and they never reached out yeah. to him again. Yeah. it's Showing you, again, this is just another verification of Timothy Thibault burying the Hunter Biden laptop, the the business deals, and all the evidence that Toby Bobulinski has provided to them to substantiate the business deals that were found on the laptop. Yeah, and it, it definitely pins Biden. I mean, Joe. Joe Biden yep. involved yep. in it, 100%. Yep. yep. 100%. Yep. So, we have that. And then, guys... But wait, there's more. It's like a buy one, get one on episode. <laughs> oh, God. What is this now? All right. So we have Cash Patel. He was, you know, he's been pretty, um, how can you say, active against mm. the FBI and their corruption because yeah. he's um, pretty well aware of the Danchenko trial coming up with John Durham yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. Well, he was doing an interview, and he had this to say, and I thought it was pretty crazy. So here we go. And um, I think it's going to be, you know, just an explosive topic. I don't think you've seen any real damaging information yet. And that's scary, right? Because to me, this is very damaging. But when you put it in perspective, you're going to see so much worse information. One of the other whistleblowers that came forward was on Dan, Dan Bongino's show is that he literally said, wait till you see the acts of sexual complicity that the seventh floor at the FBI was engaging during this entire time. And I was the guy that exposed, you know, the Lisa Page, Peter Schrock thing, because I know how that organization at that level with the politi political operatives work. So there's a lot more coming. Mm. So, wow. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so we have that. Now, what he means, the seventh floor of the FBI, Yeah, it was. that's the the heads of the FBI. The okay. seventh floor is that's where all the supervisors and the the big wigs are. That's where their office are. That's yeah. why they call it the seventh floor because like, that's where all the orders come from. Hmm. What, so, do you, what do you think he's specifically talking about? Sexual complicity, meaning that you're going to find that agents were... Um, with what, like underage? Probably that, or 
um, involved sexually with each other, doing favors for each other because mm. of that. Because like he lets her Peter Stroke and Lisa Page as mm. an example, and those two were found to be having an affair behind you know behind the doors, mm. and the reason that he brought them up is because. They managed to get their text messages, and in their text messages, they were talking about getting Trump and how good ways to get rid of him and stuff like that. So that's why he's saying that kind of stuff. But mm. you know, Cash Patel's been been pretty on point with mm. everything, and I believe him when he says there's more to yeah. come. I, yeah, I'm I hundred sure. wholeheartedly believe that. So that was just this week with the FBI guys, mm. you know. I'm sure there was stuff from like last week that I might have missed that that came out That's about them. That's fucking horrible, dude. Oh, I know. Actually, you know what? There was actually two more stories that I didn't even get it that I even bother put in because we don't have time. But, um, so let's just end on the the corruption stuff with this note because this put a smile on my face. If you guys have not seen it yet, Trump has now sued. Uh, CNN. Yeah. What, for like $475 million or something like that, right? Yep. Come on, go yep. on. And you know what? He has all That's the receipts to back up all the oh times God. they defamed Years. And how many, Years. How many lies did Russiagate, both yeah. impeachments. Yeah. Dude, they were trashing him on January oh, 6th. Racist. Woo. Racist. They, 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 they chopped that whole... Oh, oh yeah, call him a racist. Yeah. It, it, oh my God, dude. Damn. So much. Who I don't even know if 475 is enough. <laughs> Man. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I think that's an open and closed case. Like, I don't even see that going to court. I think CNN's gonna be forced to settle. And it's not gonna be pretty. I'm sure they're gonna settle and it's still gonna be in the hundreds of millions. Yeah. It might be for less than 475, but I would not be shocked if they seal the um, the affidavits and stuff, so nobody can see what. It, but yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if he still walks away with like a buck, buck twenty. And they're weak right now, dude. They are I falling know. apart. Yep, yep. Mm. yep. So I just thought I, you know, I know we hit you guys with a lot of FBI corruption and stuff, but that's important though, man. That's really scary. Oh, I know, bro. I mean, they're kicking in doors of pro life people in PA. Yeah, and Bucks. Yeah, my God, dude. Yep. And that case He's was actually dropped, and the DOJ picked it up because clearly they were trying to make a political point out of it. Because where he was actually arrested and charged for that, the they dropped the whole thing because mm. they didn't have anything. He didn't do anything. So for the DOJ. To still pick that case up to send in the FBI, yeah, it's like whoa, hold on. Mm. How did you DOJ not get the memo? Oh wait, you did get the memo and you still did it anyway. Okay, so you did it for a political hit yeah, job. Yeah, so there's yeah. more corruption. Yeah, and they arrested him in front of his wife and kids and shit, bro. What the <sighs> fuck? Oh man, that's wild man. shit, man. It's it's disgusting. Mm. Woo. Now. I'm excited to talk about this one because for two years, I've waited two freaking years to be starting to be vindicated on the election fraud stuff. You know, from the beginning, I kept seeing 
kept seeing anomalies, kept seeing discrepancies, kept seeing illegal laws, seeing shady practices. You, you can, the laundry list is so long. I can go on and on and on about the different things that weren't right or up to par in the last election. But nobody cares about that stuff for some reason. Mm. Now we're starting to get into some real, um, very interesting stuff. So about a month ago, we had the organization True the Vote. They actually managed to find that servers in China were storing um, election data. We actually talked about it on on one of the prior episodes Mm -hmm. when they found that out. Mm -hmm. Well, just happened uh, yesterday, actually. Yesterday morning, the CEO of Konek, the software company for the election machines, Mm -hmm. was arrested. Yep. Because of the data being on the servers in China. Yeah. Yeah. So... True the vote was correct. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, mind you, when True the Vote went to the FBI about this, they tried to turn on True the Vote and make True the True the Vote look like the bad guys. Oh, what are you doing on Chinese servers? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you guys are doing uh like espionage, like pretty much trying to find a crime of them being on a right, right. open server in China. Right. Okay? Like they really didn't actually have any proof of anything. They were just yeah, you know, rather than go, oh, preaching. what connected what? Mm. No, the FBI didn't do that. But now we have the CEO being arrested. Yeah. Proving that true the vote was right. Yeah. It's solidified. Okay? Why this is massive. Guys, this is why this is massive. Okay. What you guys need to understand is everything in China, literally everything is owned by the Chinese Communist Party. So by him storing election workers' information, their names, their addresses, their phone numbers, family members' names, anything where they work, stuff like that, the Chinese Communist Party can access those servers at any time that they want. Mm -hmm. And there's not a damn thing that he can do. So that means there is a very extremely high likelihood that's exactly what that was done for. He put them on those servers in China so then the government can go through a back door and access all that data to, I don't know, blackmail people, bribe people, Mm. you know, who knows, intimidate people. I mean, why would they want it? There's a a plethora. There's right. plenty of reasons why you want all the election workers' information. Well, but none of it's good. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's exactly. So this is huge news, guys. And it's I'm happy it's finally something's being done. And I think this is gonna lead to a lot more. I think this is just one of the dominoes that it starts the uh domino effect. Mm-hmm. So um That's nuts, man. Yeah. I thought it was pretty, pretty uh, damning uh, information in regards to 2020 was the most secure election in U.S. Yeah. history. Get my ass. Yeah, we just got to find a way to make sure that the rest aren't like that. So, 
Before we get into the next election integrity story that we have for you guys, that's pretty crazy. We're going to play a pretty crazy clip for you here. So, we guys know how the left and the mainstream media like to uh, paint the right-wing conservatives, people who ask questions, question the narrative. They like to label them as extremists. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're right-wing extremists, yeah. right? So, and now it's it's turned into right wing election extremists because we question the twenty twenty election still. Mm-hmm. Well, here we have we're gonna be playing this clip for you guys of some a election extremist deniers that have gone full blown election extremist on us, and we here at the podcast are demanding a full-blown investigation by the FBI into these extremists immediately. So here's a video of extremist election deniers. That it is incorrect to say the 2020 election was stolen. What about the 2016 election? Look, I'm not going to go back into history. It was a stolen election. It was stolen. Stolen. He's an illegitimate president. He's an illegitimate president. You know, pretending to be president. Why do you think the president is going to such great lengths to essentially prove that he beat you? Because he didn't. One third of Clinton supporters say Trump election is not legitimate. I think he's an illegitimate (laughs) president that didn't really win. You are absolutely right. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. The 2016 election was stolen. Got a nicer way to say that? Say Russia hacked the election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. A little louder, please. Russia hacked our election. <laughs> that was a 9-11 scale event. This was a kind of cyber 9-11. A cyber 9-11. Yes. Russia hacked our election. Russia, you know, of course, hacked our election here. Half of Clinton's voters believe the conspiracy theory that Russia hacked election day votes. We know that they were into voting rolls. Actual interference with the elections themselves. We know it happened. Despite no credible evidence, 67% of Democrats believe Russia tampered with vote tallies. Hacking the U.S. election. Hacking the U.S. election. Russia hacked our election. The Russians hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. Russian hacking of our election. Hacking of our, our, of our election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. Stolen election. Russia hacked our election. The universal assessment that Russia hacked our election. 2016. Our Most young Americans consider Donald Trump an illegitimate president. An illegitimate president. He's an illegitimate president. Why is he illegitimate? He just won an election. He's an illegitimate president in my mind. That's it. I absolutely agree. Experts urge Clinton Kent to challenge election results. We will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. He's an illegitimate president. Russia hacked our election. Russians hacking our election. Hacked our election. Russia hacking our election. I don't see the president-elect as a legitimate president. Trump is an illegitimate president who stole the election. He is not a president. He's illegitimate. And my biggest fear is that he's going to do it again with the help of Vlad, his best pal. It's terrifying. Would you be my vice president of Canada? <laughs> Hillary Clinton 
voters called to overturn election results. More than 4 million people have already signed a petition on change.org calling for the electors of the Electoral College to, quote, ignore their states, votes and cast their ballots for Secretary Clinton. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. We are the victims of a bloodless coup. He didn't win the general election. Yo, Electoral College, make Hillary Clinton <laughs> president, period. Donald Trump is an illegitimate president. President. Dems don't accept Trump as a legitimate president. This wasn't on the level. This election was not on the level. I don't think he's a legitimate president. Our election wasn't legit. <laughs> he got his victory from cheating. Yes, Trump cheated. Trump cheated the 2016 election. He's an illegitimate president. No validity, no credibility. Mm. And because of that, anger at what some see as an illegitimate president. It will not be a peaceful change of power. A number of incidents turned violent. Protesters hurled trash yep. cans, flash bombs, there was riots and objects after he won. at police. Several not officers injured. BLM summer. rocks and smashed windows, leading to more confrontations, injuries, and arrests. The chaotic scene just blocks outside the secure area of the inauguration. If denying election results is extreme now. Yeah. Why so let's that? let's be really clear. That comparison that you made is just ridiculous. Protests <laughs> against Donald Trump's election victory surged overnight, oh, yeah. and some became violent. Violence erupted on the streets of Portland during the second straight day Trump was elected. Yep. over the election of Donald Trump. Right, you never some heard about. Some protesters launched fireworks and other projectiles at or police. At Several people to. began vandalizing yeah. cars. Some demonstrators smashed store windows. Protesters faced off with police in other cities, too, including Oakland, Denver, and Minneapolis. Violent protests continuing now for the third day in a row. Some 4,000 angry demonstrators over Trump's election victory taking to the streets. Officers confronted thousands of protesters in what police called a riot. Setting fires, taking their frustrations out on cars and buildings. People threw projectiles at officers and damaged property as well. I threw a trash can at them because I'm angry. One woman driving through was attacked as someone used a bat to smash her windshield. They are undermining our democratic process, everything that we stand for. That's the left. Yeah. That's the left for you. So I thought that was hilarious. Mm. You know. I'm watching all those extremists denying elections mm-hmm. and all. <laughs> so Mm-mm. that is the left, bro. You're absolutely That's the right. Left. So again, always projecting themselves onto mm-hmm. everybody else. All right. So we're going to end with this guys. This is pretty big in regards to this is actual, um, equipment failure election oh, integrity. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we recently had David Cross standing at a Georgia state election board meeting telling them how when they looked into the machines that they noticed that there was an error with the ballot scanners and this was an error that was first found in Tennessee. Mm. Okay? And they call it the Tennessee error. That's the what they gave the name, which it wasn't scanning the ballots properly and it was changing votes. So David Cross was in charge of doing um like an audit type deal on the machine. Mm-hmm. And what he found was 
that the Dominion voting machines in Georgia, 97% of the counties that they were given access to all had this Tennessee error software on the machine still. So that means that almost every single county in Georgia's uh, ballot counting machines were inaccurate. Right. Because of this issue. And we'll play that clip for you guys now to see for yourselves. And he's going to he's going to talk about it here. The machine was reset. The EAC Dominion Pro VNV and SLI compliance reported the cause as inconclusive. After a month, Dominion informed the government that the cause was an error in the scanner software. The government asked Dominion to fix it, and a patch was made. As part of the government's investigation, two other states that used the same software were notified of the problem, Alaska and Iowa. The EAC tells us there are no other reports of this problem. It is isolated to Tennessee. I remember seeing that exact same error code on Gwinnett County's 2020 primary files when I was researching suspect results for Judge Kathy Schrader. Those Gwinnett files from 2020 showed 84 instances of the Williamson error. We, the Election Oversight Group, asked the U.S. government if the Williamson error was found in any other states or counties. The author, please give me another moment. The author told us there were no reports of the Williamson error anywhere else in the United States. The Election Oversight Group placed open records requests for, for scanner history files from all 159 counties. Judge, you wanted us to present this, this information sooner, but we were unlawfully blocked and significantly delayed by Ryan Germany and Blake Evans. Mm. As of today, we have only files from 66 of the 159 counties. So far, 64 of the 66 counties reporting have the Williamson error. That's 97% of the Georgia files. Wow. You need to wrap up. I'll get there. The software causing the error was originally written in 2018. The software has not been updated on any Georgia scanners. The bottom line is, as our work indicates, the precinct scanners in Georgia have not counted ballots accurately since they were installed. The Secretary of State announced that he's going to be removing QR codes from the ballots. Mr. That will do nothing to correct the issue. Mm. Honor the time limit, please. I'm sorry? Honor the time limit. They're trying to cut them off. <sighs> I hope the press will take a look at this. I sent you files, Mark. I hope that you'll report on it. They were, they pretty much cut him off, and you could tell he was distraught about it because he really wanted to get that information out. Yeah, yeah. Because he was already blocked illegally, like he said. Mm -hmm. So, guys, this is pretty damning information. Yeah. That from bad. the install, I mean, and those machines were installed in 2020, mm -hmm. so right from the beginning, those machines were off. Because of that software issue that they never fixed. Mm. So, dude, there, there's, <laughs> this is just the beginning, guys. This is literally just the beginning. You saw the ballot stuffing video we had in, um, a couple episodes episodes mm -hmm. ago. And now we're starting to see CEOs mm. get arrested and people who were blocked from um, releasing this information now being able to about the Dominion voting machines having a software error code or error that allows for discrepancies in the elections. Mm. So that is wild. You know what? It needed to come out because with the 2022 come up, this is going to be all the stuff that we can start looking for. Yeah. We just got to use this to look for it for next time. Exactly. You know, that, that's the reason why this information has to get out. Cause everybody that's like, Oh, stop talking about 2020. But like the, the idea is to prevent it from happening again. Exactly. You know, I'm over the fact that they stole 2020. 
Um, I know nothing's going to happen. Well, it's too late for but anything. Exactly. I've like yeah. uh, there's still people like, oh, Trump can still get put back in. No, no, we're we're done with that. Let's just yeah. look forward to the next election exactly. and make sure it doesn't happen again. Exactly. Like, that's it. That's that's the thing. A lot of lefties be like, why are you still harping on that? It's like, yeah. we're only on it because we don't want it to happen again. Right. It hasn't been fixed so, yet. So to not repeat the same mistakes, you have to remember the past or mm. history. Right. And that's what we're doing. And not only that, it's taking this long for things yeah. to start to come out because it takes time. Yeah. You know, you, you can't just lot, find all this stuff in a matter of days. Mm-hmm. Like, this takes months and sometimes years of investigative work especially when people are trying to stop you yep from yeah that it. too especially when you're getting kneecapped along yeah. the way mm-hmm. so but uh guys just remember reach out to your local representatives tell them about your concerns tell them and listen i'm hearing this i'm seeing this in regards to the FBI, the administration, our election integrity, what are you doing to make sure that all this stuff is is uh, kept up to par and legal and make sure that there's no illegal illegalities happening? You know, make me feel better because they're the ones that have the power to do it. So, guys, reach out to your representatives. Don't be scared. They don't bite. They work for you. You don't right. work for them. They don't. You don't answer to them. They answer to you. Always remember that. Don't ever forget that. You are the power in this country. Mm. The Constitution gives you that. Yes, we we are able to be influenced by our establishments to hurt us in ways where it might not feel like we're in power. But you have to remember that when a government becomes tyrannical, it's the people's duty to fix it. So that's how you know the people have the power. Mm. And we need to use it to get our country back to some normalcy. We are yeah. so far off the beaten path of normalcy at this yeah, point. Yeah. We need to at least start curving back. And these elections coming up are going to be that inflection point where we're yeah, either going to start curving back or we're going to steer further away from what we thought we, well, not what we thought, from what we knew life was. Right. Yeah. So if you have That's kids, true, this should be your utmost importance, in my opinion. If you don't have kids, all I can say to you is you got to live here, too. Right. Exactly. So you either want to live in a free market, free free will state or you want to work under a government thumb and being taxed to death and you just feel like a um uh what's the co- what what was the uh, feudal age called serfs surf, you'll feel yeah, like yeah. a surf yeah so you either be free free willed and work as hard and you're successful or you're just going to be a surf under dictatorship rule you right. guys pick you know with crime rising <laughs> oh god Mm-hmm. But we love y'all love and we'll y'all. catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.